And Jesus, uh, yeah, that he, he's, the, he's the bridge between us and the, the divine that we, you know, that we sense, all of us sense that we need that connection, but we don't know how to have it. Well, we have a man who is also God, and we know from the Bible that he lives to intercede for us with the Father. So he takes the things that we need and presents them to the Father because he understands them intimately. He had all the same needs when he was here. He needed to eat. He needed clothes. You know, the he got tired. He needed a nap. And, like, he gets it. And more than that, like, he understands the weight of sin because he carried it, and he knows... Um, the help that we need in dealing with that as well. So he's our mediator. He's a, you know, like the high priest went before God to, to share, you know, to offer sacrifices and to like bridge the gap to in the, in the sacrificial system of like atonement and all those things. Jesus is a high priest, but he does not offering like a cow or a goat for sins. He offered himself once and for all. And so, He's, uh, as Hebrews says, Hebrews 4.15, that we have a high priest who's able to sympathize with us in every way, in all our weaknesses. He was tempted in all the ways we are. He went through the struggles that we go through. And so he can be the mediator between us and God that can bring God's holiness to us and take our troubles before the throne to be dealt with. And, um, yeah. That's that's just amazing. You guys getting that there's a lot of this? I mean, as I was reading this book, I just wanted to read the whole thing, but as you saw, it's pretty large. Just the chapter on this is like 60 pages, so it would be, but it's all really good. Um, another thing that Jesus being a man does for us is he, he provides an example for us that we can follow confidently, right? If he, you know, if Jesus was just God and he came and lived this perfect sinless life, well, we could, it would be easy for us in our hearts to be go like, well, I can never do that. I'm not God. But because he was actually a man, we know that not only is his example the example to follow, we believe that through the same spirit that was in him, the Holy Spirit, which is in us, we'll um, talk about that next week, but um, because of that spirit, we actually can follow the example that he's laid out of sacrifice, of love, of peace, all the things that characterize Jesus' ministry, that we can, we can follow that example. It's something that we can really do because he was an actual man. And he, he took that on himself to, to offer us a kind of a roadmap through life, a way, a way to be that we can actually emulate. And then Finally, and, and maybe most importantly, um, Jesus, as a man, became the firstborn from the dead. I want to just read um, the verse that that phrase comes from. It's from 1 Corinthians 15, if you want to turn to it. It kind of alludes to this, like, I, I'll read verse, I'll start in verse 19 of 1 Corinthians 15, because this kind of puts into perspective the hope that we have. This is one of my favorite verses, and it, it says, if it's only for this life that we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. 
you know? So if it's, if like all he's good for is like giving us a good life now, then we're just doing a lot of work to make our lives like marginally better, right? But the actual, the hope of Jesus is that is resurrection. But so picking up in verse 20, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, he's talking about Adam and original sin there, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. First uh, Christ, the first fruits, and then when he comes, those who belong to him. So as we're looking forward in hope, this is, this is the hope that we have, that because Jesus was a man, that he was raised from death, the same kind of, the same death that will happen to us. His body died, his spirit left his body, and his body was dead, stone dead, just, just like it happens to us. But we believe that because of that, because he was raised to life again, and actually, you know, because he had the divine nature going on too, he actually raised himself from the dead, which is pretty cool. Um, he, he and the Father together. It, it, was, it was a joint effort. But because, I mean, not to get too far into the particulars, but the, because he came through actual death, the same death that we'll undergo, and his spirit came out the other side, and he was re, uh, not, not really reborn, but resurrected in a new body, that's, that's the hope that we have too. You know, that's the hope when our loved ones go through things, uh, you know, and don't make it. You know, the same that Jesus said to Martha when, um, when Lazarus would die. He's like, didn't, you know, didn't I tell you that if you believed? And she's like, oh, I believe that he'll be raised again at the last day in the resurrection. And, and Jesus was like, no, I, I am the resurrection and the life. And, and that's, that's the hope for us, that, that Jesus became the resurrection so that we will come through death on the other side with the hope of glory. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, and that, um, that's, that's what the uh, incarnation is all about, Charlie Brown. <laughs> the, the resurrection and the life, that, that we have this hope, that as we're here on this first Sunday of Advent, that our hope is life eternal because the, the forerunner has paved the way for us through death. pretty good. <laughs> and um, as, we're, uh, as we're going through um, this series talking about God with us, I want to make sure that we leave time to just experience um, God's presence with us. So I just hit you with a bunch of, of like weighty things, um, like all in a row and fast because I was excited and because there's only so much time. But I want to just take some time now as we go and move in towards ministry to rest in these things and let the truth of it fill us with hope. And I want to just give the Holy Spirit room to move and see what he might do as well. So as we're resting in this, just the hope, the hope of resurrection, the the joy of, you know, 
our sins being taken away, God's righteousness given to us, all of these things. Let's rest in this and let it be um, something that fills us through this season of Christmas. You know, not just a story of a little boy born in a manger, although that's wonderful too, but know the, the actual word made flesh, dwelling among us, taking on our things so that we have the hope of glory in the future.